ஒரிஜினல் Today, digital is obviously catching up in a big way that's quantifiable with marketing and data being leveraged as the right way to draw impactful insights. Uh, but the challenge today that we really face with the enterprises is whatever marketing efforts that we're taking today, what are the kind of the ROIs that we're driving for them? Championing the cause to surpass siloed data and fragmented systems, Resultix was built. Resultix is a fully integrated real-time customer engagement platform designed to help brands worldwide reach, acquire and retain satisfied customers. With an advanced CDP at its core, Resultix offered AI-powered omni-channel orchestration, complete analytics, next best engagement and attribution at the segment of one level and the world's first marketing blockchain. Leading this team is Radhika Subramanian. co-founder and chairperson of Resultix during her 25 year career as global advertising marketing and technology expert Radhika has developed winning strategies and campaigns for some of the world's most respected brands let's hear from her how Resultix managed to stay relevant and ahead of the curve in ever changing digital landscape welcome Radhika to my show and i'm extremely happy and excited to have you on the show Thank you so much Swati a pleasure to be here Okay Radhika I have been going through uh, the content and the website about all the different products that you've done and what I could understand that you're also looking at targeted marketing in a different way now targeted marketing this sounds good as a promise for many and all the marketing companies are today looking for it so how is your company different and what are the kind of different things that you bring to the table for customers Okay so Swati targeted marketing has been around for more than you know two decades or even three decades right because that's what advertising was doing you know where we are targeting which we are doing on an offline channel or whether we're doing on digital where we are targeting customers based on certain other parameters but actually we are in the space where we call it's always on listening to your audiences whether they are prospects whether they are customers whether they are partners your affiliates your distributors they're all your audiences right it's listed companies it's press and media personnel like yourselves as well who will be coming in and interacting with the brand on different different channels right so which is why we all ourselves are real time customer engagement solution we look at the complete life cycle journey right from acquisition to onboarding to cross sell mm-hmm. upsell to retention to also the most important final piece which is win back you may have lost customers but how am i going to win them back using the power of data and signals and complete mm-hmm. omni channel engagement so that you can do personalized journeys is what our business is all about what do i mean by individual swati is a individual in her own right so for example if i let's take american express you are already a platinum card holder 
But imagine, mm-hmm. you know, when you're coming into the website, they're promoting gold card to you. You're going to say, excuse me, don't you know me as a customer? I have come in. Mm-hmm. I'm already doing transactions with you. Why is it you can't recognize me for who I am? So that's really where our entire focus is all about. It's about real time, always on customer engagement, leveraging the power of data, omni-channel, mm-hmm. going towards driving top line revenue growth by doing individualized communications. That's the business we are in. Wow, now that's like a long, uh, uh, the way we talk in the production, the channel uh, is really long from the where you start and where you end. So you're holding the client through the journey so that at any point of time, whatever they would need, you would be there for them, giving them the right solutions. Awesome. Whenever actually uh, we do a marketing campaign, the first thing that a customer is looking for, validating the data. The question uh, that comes to the mind is whatever data has been given, is that right? Is that validated? If that's the question that is there for any marketer, how would Resultex stand ahead in the context of validating the ROI, the, the marketing uh, data that has come through? Yeah, this is the most important billion dollar question, Swati, and the biggest problem in the entire uh, yes. industry. So mm. the uh, essence is all brands have their enterprise first party data, which means they may mm-hmm. be having a name, it could be either an email or a mobile number. But today mm. you're also behind signals as you use your mobile device, when you go search on the web, when you're going and looking and browsing at other sites, they're all also information related to you as a personality that I'm supposed to pick up and bring in, right? So the data quality is one thing that actually will make the entire engagement cycle better. So in in the case of India, for instance, you would see that in many places, the head of the family's email ID will be provided for his wife's account, for his uh, children's account, for his parents' account. So imagine if I'm actually going ahead and sending out a lipstick ad on a credit card promotion to the husband when actually it should be going out to the wife. So there is always these issues also that typically brands ask us. So it's all about the data quality and how is it you can match because in your case itself, or let me take my case, Radhika Subramanian. I may have put Radhika.s in one place and it could be Subramanian.r in another place in terms of my email IDs. How do I know it is the same individual? That is where technology, AI comes in today, where we can match data and get that one audience profile and then say, oh, it is the same Swati. She's got three different email IDs. She's got two mobile numbers. She's got three mobile phones. And she alternates between these devices when she's communicating on specific things. That's really where data is the critical part of the entire journey and where we facilitated leveraging our technology using some of the overgrown words or overblown words, if I may say. Say, like AI, but really we have, uh, we have, you know, because we have service customers, even as a digital agency before we transitioned and built a platform. So we mm-hmm. know some challenges that each of these industries and businesses face, and we addressed all of that in the technology we built. So that's really where we believe it's no longer about marketing, but it is about, you know, customer engagement is the business. And I think COVID came and completely made all businesses who are also having a lot of traditional channels realize, oh my gosh, we need to get ready for digital transformation and bring the digital and the offline world together to make sure we don't lose the customer in that entire journey. So that's really where we are different. 
and how we do things how mind boggling would it be if there was no technology if there was no ai matching up these email ids so suppose if i have got three email ids and matching it all together we would have taken years and years and still the data wouldn't have come the way we would and that's where the technology i think is coming handy so uh, this really says that are you taking the ambiguity out of the marketing rois that we talk about and you would be able to give the accurate data to the customers this is what we are we are you know striving to do and that's our mission but mm-hmm. it's not always that easy because you know the results is very because again the issue we face is the same thing i don't know whether i referenced it in my previous answers but when we walk into any of these brands they have seven to eight different technology stacks and you know in the yes. in the in the ecosystem they have one for one channel they have probably another system for two other channels and they have data sitting elsewhere so you know the data is all siloed so when you mm-hmm. want to be able to get from the first outreach signal mm. yeah that person meeting do they coming in and completing you know the transaction the transaction can happen online or you can also go offline in the case of insurance in the case of retail in the case of a bank how is it that that end transaction can be matched back that's when the roi can be given so which means we can say did it take four touches before swati purchased something or did she do it in the very first and she does that only when it is a particular type of product that she likes otherwise it requires several nudges before she does so we can take the entire myth out of the roi because today data and signals facilitates that but there has to be simplicity in the tech landscape to be able to do that and where they the end data result needs to come back and match so that we can make sure that the roi can be shown in you know in accurate levels right because one of the challenges i face swati in you know in mm. getting customers to take a move towards roi is you know there is always this hesitation to come out of old ways of doing things you're very comfortable you know things are running why do i need to make a change right so where our biggest you know mission has been to make the change management happen and realize the power of roi and so it may be a little bit difficult when you're coming out of your comfort zone but if you want to do it look at the power of what can be in your hands you can measure optimization of cost and you can really look at revenue growth and see which part of the the base is giving you that revenue growth so definitely we completely can take the myth out of roi and give you really measurement metrics where you can see the impact on revenue growth at the lowest possible cost so uh, listening to you i just remember my boss you can't do tomorrow's job with today's uh, methods and that's where you don't grow so i completely agree with you if you're trying to put a percentage of removing this ambiguity is there a percentage i know it's marketing it's not production where we try to get into six sigma saying that 99.999 and then we get into that but is there a percentage attribution we can do or uh, there is no numeric uh, value that uh, you would want to uh, uh, a certain or give give to this i mean since straight through processing there is almost close to that 99% accuracy what do i mean by straight through processing right from coming on to the website you go mm-hmm. complete the transaction e-commerce it's almost 99.9 unless of course the transaction are bots in between right but any any other place where you're coming in from an ad and you're landing on the website and then you're going and you know dropping off maybe after the fourth step and you're coming back 3 yes. days later to complete it 
there is always the possibility of some amount of ambiguity where the accuracy levels slightly stop like lower down obviously. right so obviously you know as you you asked a very valid question what is the 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 kind of percentage in in the case of i don't have any data if i'm going to start from zero and build it will slowly move from 65% to 80% to 90 to 95 you know so it it goes so there is no 100% accuracy unless it's a straight through um you know uh, uh, what do you say transaction otherwise it hovers around a percentage is above 80% is what i would answer that you know question to be because you can have signals just dropping off in between right because like even now when we are recording suddenly you will find that my voice is dropping at specific points so yeah. you would have to redo so that's the exact same thing when it happens in the entire journey of how you are engaging with them and helping them complete a transaction So that's the answer. So I completely agree with you Radhika. I mean whoever would be saying that it's 100% even I don't agree because I'm a marketer on this side and I know what 80% accuracy in marketing campaigns can give me. So when you know in my early journey career today I'm more of a digital person who's doing podcasting and the other things but then I also had my journey of marketing and somebody if comes in my face and tells me I'm doing an 80% ROI I will say perfect just do it. because i know what it means when somebody on the face is giving you 80% because there is no going back from 80% as a customer what you will deliver me is obviously above that so maybe from 80 it will become 90% so i think i completely buy 80% is just perfect uh, arriving at that 100% i don't know whenever uh, that will happen but for today it i think is perfect okay what are the key industries uh, resultex is in and what is the customer experience trends that you're seeing in the current sections and uh, talking about today what future will be for you in the next 3 to 5 years what will it look like in the marketing domain that several questions in one but i will attempt answering each first first let's look at the, you know the first key industries so swati we actually would like to say we are industry agnostic but we play extremely and do very well mm-hmm. in industry there is room for omni channel play which means you know they have more than one channel you got the offline as well as the online right so you can go to a store you can go to a brick and mortar outlet of the bank or you have mm-hmm. an insurance office so you know those kind of things so where you have the offline and you also have the complete digit, you know the channels such as a website there is a mobile app there is a call center and you can also have qr codes running in ads you know which could be in the newspaper or print so bringing all of these universes together so any industry vertical that has all of these different channels playing in them we are very good so example would be retail bfsi banking financial services and insurance in education in travel hospitality in you know in fmcg it's a little bit more tricky because typically they are going uh, you know when you take a colgate pamalev or you take a unilever they are going you know direct you know distributors so they generally don't tend to have the end customer data but even mm. they want to start building that relationship with the customer and so we facilitate that and that's a separate topic in itself so wherever there is omni channel room in in any industry we play in those uh, industries and in banking financial services insurance we are actually very strong what that means is you don't need to keep the software entirely in the cloud because many mm. times you know like rbi for instance has regulatory constraints to say that data pii data cannot go to the cloud so that's where our solution is hybrid so that's another you know very big industry we play in because of that capability that we bring to the table that's the first part uh, i hope i can move over to the second one so customer experience trends ma'am i think you know this is one a very favorite question of mine and a topic because although technology is moving there is alexa voice having come in and there is iot which is coming in there is facial recognition cameras digital billboards you know there is so much is there 
but still you know the evolution of brands and customers you know still are you know are living in the world of email and mobile sms if you see asia is very high on sms than even on email and all brands are trying to move towards trying to reduce the cost of sms and go towards notifications where on mobile apps so that i don't need to pay 13 paise to reach out to a hmm. person that i can do that with just probably a push notification on an app right so the trend is there is room for custom for brands to start saying hey why can't we use voice why can't we look at using facial recognition cameras when a person is walking in so i based on gender and then based on the mobile device that the person is carrying how can i make that experience far yeah. better some of the brands which are maverick in nature are yeah. trying these innovative use cases and we are nudging the others who typically want to say let somebody else try let them make the mistakes then i will do the follow so we saying okay bring those mavericks let them attempt these new phases and then let all of the others follow because they know that yeah this works let me also now go ahead and do that so that's really the trends that are happening you know which is complete streaming data how can i mm-hmm. process that signals are coming match who the audience is and then i go ahead and make that engagement extremely individualized so that's the trends right the future Ma'am, the future is something you know. We never thought a decade back, or say two decades back, that we could travel to a Paris without even knowing the language because we just need Google Maps with us. We can just go anywhere. We have Google Translate. We can, you know, things have technology is constantly evolving. I think the future is going to be all about blockchain. So it's going to be how is it? I have one single source of data. No one can tamper with it, but I still can get that personalized and individualized experience, right? Yeah. So that's really where. going towards it's all about whether it's going to be robotic engineering how is ai and machine learning go still going to be challenged mm. further make sure that our life can be more simpler but still making sure data security and scale and efficiency is handled it's going to be very interesting you know there are some great leaders who are actually trying to say let me find ways to go to mars while there's still you know mm. several things you know in this particular universe that we live in so our technology is getting leveraged on different aspects that we do today that can be completely changed so i think that's what the future holds and we hope we are going to challenge the existing ecosystem and continue mm. to innovate and you rightly said ai is taking up of lives everywhere i mean we would have not thought that data is a currency which will be utilized in best of the efforts to make our life better but now i think it's been utilized everywhere and whatever we're speaking or whatever we're doing is been mapped people like you are mapping every move that i'm taking so uh, for my listeners every move that you're making on your phone or any technology places you're being mapped to actually give you a better product and people like uh, radhika are helping you do that and the companies to get you a better world listening to you about the future and what you're doing currently are we really saying that uh, you're trying to make jobs for the cmos ctos and the cdos a little easier how do i really define so uh, i take it as zaltex and radhika is making life easier for them so is that a right statement to make i would like to believe that we are doing that because i think for we are in in fact in the previous you know summary that you did i just want to also mention that while we listen to all of these signals we also take care of you know the privacy the aspect data protection yes oh you know i do have sometimes when i say that this is the power of what technology can do then they say oh my gosh i'm never going to touch my mobile phone again so that's not really the case because you know mm-hmm. you use option to want to say 
please do listen to me. I want to be given a personalized experience. So that option is provided to the user. So the, from that perspective, I think we try to make, we do definitely want to simplify things for all of these different players in the enterprise. Let's start with the CIO or the CTO. Their biggest, what do you say, mission is how do I simplify my entire tech landscape? Yeah. How do I have number of systems so that I don't have to create new, new skill sets and how can I simplify the whole process of data management and at the highest level of security. We address all of that for the uh, CIO and the CTO and by providing you know, a solution both which is hybrid as well as on the cloud, which is what everyone is looking at. Let's come to the chief digital officer. Obviously, his biggest mission or target or KRA that's been given by the enterprise is how can you measure every single interaction or transaction, which is actually going to be more profitable, right? And yeah. so we provide you the solution at making that entire omni-channel very easy because you don't have to have seven to 10 systems doing that. For the CMO, I think his biggest uh, thing is how can I do acquisition where I can still know who my unknown audiences are? How do I get to know them at least by something? Is it a device? Mm -hmm. Or is it an IP or is it going to be, you know, a first name, you know, or a second name or a mobile number? So that is where we simplify for the chief marketing officer, which is to basically say we can, you know, stay with you and empower you throughout that life, you know, cycle journey from acquisition all the way to loyalty and retention and nurturing. So every single player, they have different, different KRAs and mm. we are striving to continue to serve them and make them extraordinarily successful and ensure we give seamless fantastic you know experiences to the end audiences uh, i just had a question which is your first customer when you go for a pitch now cmo cto or cdo and who's the most difficult one i'm sure the cmos are the easiest people cmos like me we don't trouble people we only ask for rois above 100 percent. nothing more than that <laughs> i think uh, <laughs> The, there is the first quote of we actually don't, it depends, right? I mean, uh, when, so we, the hook approaches, where do we get that connect first? We typically look for connects from both angles, both the CMO mm -hmm. as the CIO, right? The reason okay. being the CMO itself is an internal customer for the CIO because the CMO, mm -hmm. you know, requests the CIO to say, hey, can you make sure all this data is available for me? Can you empower me with the right technology platform? I need the infrastructure. So that's why we go ahead with both. And from a difficulty perspective, I would say that, uh, you know, it it is all about how you're able to give them the confidence that you are aware of their challenges and how you're able to resolve them. CIOs are slightly uh, going to be a longer conversation because they themselves have infrastructure architecture team coming in, trying to do the security reviews and things like that. Whereas CMO is more interested to say, which other customer has done this? What are the benchmarks you've delivered? What are the, you know, the, the mistakes they made or, you know, challenges that they face that you're going to make sure I don't face them. So it's more from that angle, whereas the, the real, the, the brass tacks of how to get things done are the kind of questions that come from the CIO. So I think it's not about who's more difficult, but it's about the dimension and perspective with which they look at things. And I think we, you know, being coming, I mean, since we came from the agency background, we can speak the language of the CMO. And we're also quite technical. Obviously, we've built a solution which is Gartner rated. So we also address the entire questions that the CIO and the CTO ask. So that's how we've been able to serve some of the world's best brands. We are very lucky. 
Radhika, you've mentioned about the company. Would you also want to uh, talk about the strategic partners that you have, the people who've been through your journey and the partners that you're working with today? Uh, Swati, we have uh, strategic partnerships with Google Cloud, where we have actually uh, tried to go around the data aspect that you uh, you know asked earlier, if you remember. So, mm-hmm. how is it? combine third party signals especially in the universe of google because you have mm-hmm. got your google analytics so how is it we can bring video analytics display analytics all of that google data and match mm-hmm. it back to enterprise first party data so we have come up with an innovative product you know partnering with google cloud and we're globally mm-hmm. launched it and we are really have, having many customers who are actually you know um is talking very highly of that you know product idea that we have come out with so that's a very strategic partnership which is going to completely change the game of how retargeting can be done which is basically mm. you know how is it i know what a customer has done on an ad and then when he comes on to an enterprise property leaves it property means a website or a mobile app of the enterprise and when he leaves that where how is it i can continue to engage him outside so we have done uh, that partnership the second one is with qualcom we have actually gone ahead and partnered with them on iot so we can mm-hmm. therefore bring signals from beacons cameras digital billboards so we are going around doing the connected spaces that's what we call it what we mean by that is how can i digitally transform an airport how can i digitally transform a stadium and how can i give the engagement to the audiences so that's what we call as connected spaces and we've partnered with qualcom globally and we're doing some great you know use cases that i'm sure you're going to read about in the paper very shortly so i'm going to hold for that to come out so that's another part a partnership and of course we also have a lot of uh, uh, you know partnerships in the space of technology integrators such as tcs and you know we also have partners in the uh, you know the agency world where we have you know uh, done a partnership with omnicom so do we do have those you no know, partnerships also that is driving our overall global growth strategy to get us towards that milestone of 2025 so you talked about connected spaces so this is the space you would have uh, grown during the uh, times the pandemic times that you've gone through uh, because you talked about the stadiums and the other thing being digitally uh, changed digitally enabled yeah it is not only during the pandemic i think that's already become the kind of agenda for every single enterprise in the overall you know um, what do you say mission of digital transformation connected spaces is an important thing like let's take chicago international airport i think the airport authorities are looking at how is it they can go ahead and completely digitize the airport so that when you come out of the airline how is it that i can recognize you as you walk past you know you know the various yeah. billboards and what do i give to swati she's landed she's a coffee lover do i need to send her towards a starbucks and then we know she loves to read books she typically buys at the store do we want to give her an offer to drive her towards the bookstore although you would have taken an 18 hour flight and probably landed in chicago you know looking at those parameters is where that you know bringing the signals together recognizing you when you walk out even though i may not have your first party data those are the parameters that we define as connected spaces how do we bring that offline and digital together thank you so much for that radhika i have been looking at your journey as to what you've been doing in the past reading about you you've uh, done services then you ventured into product if you can give me a snapshot about your journey uh, to summarize it i would say that you know always i have been wanting to challenge existing ecosystems and trying to innovate and create a marketplace right or create a market 
um, or a positioning for ourselves. Never, you know, settle for what is already existing and retrofit yourself in what is, you know, happening and saying, I want to be one amongst them and just innovate slightly, but really going ahead and challenging the ecosystem has been my general um, approach, which has also helped me transition from a services company to a product company. I remember many people telling me a services company can never become a product company. I was very glad that they challenged me because that's the second part of who I am, which also helps me build, build this business. Anyone mm-hmm. who tells me what do something is when I end up doing that because it's just completely motivates me to say that, all right, it's great that you believe it to be that way. Let me go ahead and see what I can do. And then so the more they say no, the more it is yes for me. And I just keep going forward, right? So that's the second reason why I was able to build and come this far. The third is I generally, people who know me extremely well and who you know who look at my journey will say, I like to do what others do in eight months. I would like to do that in eight days. So I like to not wait and say, let me wait, 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 because I want everything as yesterday, like your boss said. Because time is of the essence. And so yes. either it is today or it is never. So that's really the way I function. So that's also helped me build this business, create a brand, stand shoulder to shoulder to brands that I highly respect that I learned from as mm. when I was a company to create the product that it is today. And we are really excited to move towards the end goal of being a listed company by 2025. So hopefully with the, you know, the support of all of our partners and and our clients, we'll be able to hit that milestone. Uh, Completely agree with you because even I don't have patience to wait for things to come my way. Uh, Until you drive your way through things, it won't come through. And that's how you create a new journey for yourself. Uh, What are the places that you have your offices currently, Radhika? Uh, What is the kind of the manpower that you have and looking uh, future? What is the kind of the expansion plans that you would have for the company? We are around 200 and we every day we are growing actually, Swati. The number is like, you know, today if I say 200 by tomorrow morning, will be 225. That's the pace at wow. which we are expanding. And we do have offices globally in 10 uh, cities mm-hmm. and we are expanding further. We are having, we are uh, catering to India. Uh, we, we service the US markets and LATAM. We are also in Southeast Asia and we are expanding into Europe. We are already also in Middle East. So that is really our expansion plan. And today from three, we are close to, as I said, 225 to 250. We are going to be possibly growing close towards 1000 man team towards the end of this year because we are expanding significantly and hiring around 500 you know, um, positions before uh, the end of the uh, you know the 90th day from today because we have so many different you know initiatives that have you know cropped up in every one of the regions and we have two centers of excellence which we service our customers one is in india and the other one is in singapore and we're about to build the third location out of seattle so that's going to be another third lab for the center of excellence so we have we are on a very big path of you know expansion and all towards that end goal of 2025 of making sure we can list ourselves and of course make a difference in every brand on how they approach customer engagement. So now that's a real huge lineup, 500 professionals being hired by Radhika. So if you're in the journey, look for her, look for the website, get yourself updated for all the technology needs she has and she's there for you. 
Thank you so much, Radhika, for coming on the show. Uh, it was quite an interesting chat, knowing about all the different products and services that you're offering for the people to make the lives easier as a marketer, as a technology person. Looking forward to having more products from you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. That's it for now. I hope this episode on HT Smartcast Leadership Lessons will lead you into a better future. If you have any questions or requests, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm Swati Garg from Fever FM. To get featured on this podcast, write to us at podcast at the rate hindustantimes.com. For the latest information on my podcast, follow us at HT Smartcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Clubhouse, YouTube and LinkedIn. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com or suno nayi nazariye se. This was an HT Smartcast original. HT Smartcast.